Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of the RSL Soapbox Stand-Up. I am your host, Miles Dunn. You can find me on Twitter at Lord underscore Dunn. Or you can occasionally read some of my stuff on the RSL Soapbox. But admittedly, uh, I haven't been doing a lot of writing lately. Much more podcasting. And by much more, I mean like once a month. Uh, Apologies for having this release a few days late with Labor Day. I was celebrating with my fellow laborers of America our great achievements in driving a strong economy. So... Uh, apologies for the late pod. Hopefully it finds you well and you're able to listen to it during your work day or on your commute home. Last week, we had a doubleheader for Real Salt Lake. Uh, we had a game played on Wednesday at home against Minnesota, the Loons, which really, really went our way. Uh, we scored early with Sergio Cordova picking up a goal in the seventh minute. Jefferson Savarino scoring a goal in the 23rd minute, and Anderson Julio scoring in the 79th minute for a 3-0 victory over Minnesota, which was a huge, huge pickup of points for us, considering that Minnesota is currently slightly ahead of us in the playoff race. Uh, Minnesota was without some of its key players. They were traveling uh, to Salt Lake. Obviously, midweek, which is always going to be tough. Midweek on the road for anyone is a statistical challenge to get all three points, and Minnesota just was not up to the task. During that match, Jasper Loffelson picked up a yellow card in the 20th minute. Justin Glad picked up a yellow card in the 39th minute, meaning that both of them had to sit out due to yellow card accumulation Uh, and serve a one-game suspension, which was served last Saturday against LAFC, and we'll get to that in just a minute. Um, We did see Brian Oviedo get some more minutes. He picked up 40 minutes in that match, so he's starting to work himself into the uh, rotation a little bit here and there. And uh, we also saw 10 minutes from Diego Luna, which is great to see as well. He continues to impress in, in the short amount of time that he's given. In that match, Salt Lake out-possessed Minnesota, out-shot Minnesota, uh, was able to keep Minnesota with zero shots on goal, which is great. Uh, And Salt Lake finished with an 87% passing accuracy, which I didn't go through each match this season to verify this, but I do keep a kind of a close eye on it after each match. I believe that is the highest passing accuracy that RSL has had all season, 87.3%. So that's fantastic. Uh, all in all, just a, a dominating performance by Real Salt Lake. Uh, Drew Fisher was the referee. Drew Fisher is probably the best or one of the best referees in MLS. And attendance was pegged at 20,358, although the eyeball test would suggest that uh, many of those were season ticket holders who did not uh, come to the match. So that was Wednesday night. Fast forward to Saturday night, LAFC at home, meaning Salt Lake on the road. So Salt Lake, after beating Minnesota at home, flew to Los Angeles to take on LAFC. Salt Lake had lost to LAFC in their first matchup this year at home. Uh, I believe that score was 4-1. to one. Uh, I should probably have that queued up if I'm going to talk about it. I don't. 
but I'm pretty positive it was four to one. Um, yes, it was verified. So, you know, RSL has a chance to take revenge, get some points away at LAFC, and it just didn't materialize. LAFC ends up winning 2-0. to RSL was uh, pretty solid in the first half, uh, obviously absorbing pressure, being on the road. LAFC likes to play on the front foot. They have a great attack. We were able to go into the break 0-0. Coming out of the break, Ryan Hollingshead, Puts home a goal in the 49th minute. So just four minutes into the second half. And Chucho Arango puts in the dagger in the 68th minute. So, uh, oh, you know, also worth mentioning, actually, though, is uh, Carlos Vela, who subbed in, I want to say, when did he come in? 58th minute. Carlos Vela comes in. LAFC earns a penalty kick when Zach McMath takes out a player in the box. Uh, This is toward the end of the match. Carlos Vela steps up to the spot and is blocked. So I guess one positive coming out of this is we got to see Zach McMath both uh, cause a penalty to be given and denied that penalty. So... I also think it's interesting that Gareth Bell and Carlos Vela both came off the bench. This was after a multi-game losing streak for LAFC. It looks like their coach is mixing things up. Uh, you know, Vela's getting up there in age. Uh, Bell has not started consistently in years. And so to see both of them come off the bench in the second half, one, that's incredible firepower to be able to bring off the bench. I mean, that's firepower that RSL could only dream of. I guess it would be akin to when we had Sabarillo, Findlay, and uh, Espindola. You know, we had always a reliable person coming off the bench. But, I mean, never someone of Carlos Vela and Gareth Bell's resume. So, for them to come off the bench in the second half, you know, in a lot of ways that really turned the tide. Um. Saw another great showing from Diego Luna. He continues to work himself into more minutes. He had 31 minutes this game. We also saw, for the first time, the appearance of Brian Ojeda, who recently transferred over from England and was working on getting his paperwork and his uh, P1 visa. It appears that that's all sorted out because he was subbed in in the 69th minute. Nice. And... uh, did okay for himself. Uh, certainly coming in at, at a tough time in the match, you're down 2-0. Hopefully you can make something happen. You know, I'm, I'm not going to begrudge him for uh, not ultimately changing the result of this match, but it was good to see him get some minutes. Pablo Ruiz was also back. He was out Wednesday's match. I failed to touch on this. Uh, Ruiz apparently dropped some mate tea, some hot tea on his foot, scalding his foot, which caused him to miss the Wednesday match. He was back in action for Saturday's match against LAFC, uh, and he played 88 minutes before being subbed off. RSL, despite losing, was able to get eight shots in, five shots on goal. Um, Decent passing accuracy at 82%. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a terrible game from... I'm probably going to get killed for this. 
I wouldn't say it was a terrible game for Real Salt Lake. I'm certainly disappointed in the result. I think everyone is. I think frustration with who are we tactically, what's the development plan for players like Luna. Um, you know, obviously there's some frustrations. I think there's still question marks around uh, Pablo Mastroeni and what he wants this team to become and whether we have the right players on the bus to become that thing we want to be. Uh, but that being said, you know, you play three games in eight days. Uh you're at LAFC, which is second in the league in points with just some incredible players on their team. And you come up short on the road 2-0. Uh, certainly you would have loved to get a point or three out of that, but um, it is what it is. So those were the two matches this week. Uh, a couple other things worth mentioning. During the match, uh, there was a scuffle, a kerfuffle. And uh, one of the LAFC players uh, went full throat grab on Aaron Herrera. I think it was Palacios. Uh, I don't recall off the top of my head. Uh, but no red card given. It wouldn't surprise me if that the, the league discipline, disciplinary committee looks at that and uh, issues a suspension or a fine as a result. Um, also, in tangential RSL news... Everton Louise scored a goal for his new club, SK Beverin. Be- Beverin. Uh, just a wonder goal off a of volley. Uh, fantastic goal. It was a corner kick, top of the box. Uh, it gets cleared by their defender, and Everton just laces this thing into the top corner. I think that's worth noting because, one, Everton recently left the club. Two, he played 82 games for Real Salt Lake and never scored a game. And he's played two games for his new club and already has a goal. So, uh, interesting stuff there. Uh, Good for him. Happy for him. Uh, Also, in other news, RSL has a massive announcement, apparently, uh, coming up this week. We have Don Garber flying in. And, uh, you know, rumors are swirling on what that might be whether that's a new stadium naming rights, whether it's an all-star game, uh, whether it's an announcement about the Royals, but that's, I mean, that's the NWSL, that's not MLS. If you go on Twitter, there's all sorts of speculation. Um, Trey Fitzgerald yesterday tweeted, this one is a surprise addition to celebrate a massive club announcement Saturday. Bonus for the amazing fans that make up the RSL family. Join us. So... Interesting stuff. We'll see what the announcement is. And uh, hopefully it's something really, really cool. Uh, Meet the Team Night also happened this week. Uh, So for those who had season tickets or were able to score some other tickets, um, you were able to go meet the team, which is always a great time. I think that's it for me. Uh, Actually, let's just do a quick quick little uh, club stats. We like to do that each month when it's my turn. So let's find our stats really quick. Uh, with only, uh, I believe we've got just five games left now. We've got DC United this Saturday at home. Fireworks included. That game kicks off at 7.30. Uh, you've got Austin on the 14th in Austin. That'll be a tough one. And then you've got Cincinnati at home against Salt Lake on September 17th. And then to uh, af- midweek, so Thursday, September 22nd, you have Salt Lake versus Atlas, which is a Liga MX club. 
And then you're in the home stretch for the playoffs. Salt Lake traveling to LA to take on the Galaxy October 1st. And then at home against the Portland Timbers on October 9th to complete your MLS season, which is crazy. I can't believe we're already down to the wire. In terms of goals scored, Sergio Cordova is still your golden boot leader. He has eight goals this season. Jefferson Savarino is in second with six goals. And then you've got a four-way tie behind them with Justin Glad, Anderson Julio, Justin Merriman, and Bobby Wood, all with three goals apiece. In terms of assists this season, Justin Merriman is your leader with seven assists. Surprisingly, Michael Chang continues to do well. He has six assists. Uh, Andrew Brody, not Adrian Brody, Andrew Brody, uh, had five has five assists. Pablo Ruiz also has five assists. And Jefferson Savarino with four to round out your top five. Um, and let's just do yellow cards really quick. Your leader in yellow cards this year, Pablo Ruiz with nine. And Jasper Loffelson in second with seven. And Justin Glad in third with six. No one red card so far this year. Uh, congrats to Aaron Herrera, who has, Herrera, Herrera, who has uh, one red card. In terms of your minutes leader so far this season, Zach McMath with 2,610 minutes. Andrew Brody, surprisingly, in second with 2,517 minutes. And Mr. Silva in third, Captain Silva while Crylock's out with 2,415 minutes. So those are your stats so far as we enter the home stretch of this season. Uh, in terms of standings, Real Salt Lake. They are still in the playoff hunt, currently sit in sixth place, tied with Portland on 42 points. We have a game in hand over Portland and a higher points per game. Currently, we sit on a zero goal differential, so pretty much neutral, 38 goals for, 38 goals against, but we are currently in sixth, which would mean we have an away game. Uh, We basically play away for the entirety of the playoffs right now. It's a tight race, unless your name's LAFC. So you have LAFC in first at 60 points, Austin in second with 51, Dallas in third with 46, Nashville in fourth with 45, Minnesota with 44, and Salt Lake and Portland with 42. Uh, The closest team that's threatening to push Portland or Salt Lake below the playoff line is the LA Galaxy, who currently sit three points behind uh, Salt Lake with 39 points. So those are your standings. Those are your news and notes for the week. Uh, Have a fantastic one. Take care, everybody.